listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome to episode number 169. This week, a lot to talk about. Billy Starks appears to be on her way to AEW as she dropped both the second wrestling and Black Label Pro Championships last weekend. We had a big debut at the Impact Wrestling tapings in Cicero. We take a look at WWE Backlash, and we preview shows such as AAW Pro, Power Entertainment, Fusion Wrestling, and Rocket Pro Wrestling. And we welcome for the first time, he's wrestling for companies such as Gali Lucha Libre, C3 Ultimate Wrestling, Ileana Pro Wrestling, Crash Tested Wrestling, and Racine Championship Wrestling, the man with the Rocket to the Top briefcase, and the number one contender for the Rocket Pro Wrestling Championship, Dreambreaker Aaron Stone. You get all that right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. Stay tuned. Wrestling fans often talk about psychology in the squared circle. But what about your individual psychology and mental health? The counselors at True Heights Treatment offer in-person or virtual appointments. To learn more, go to www.trueheightstx.com or give them a call at 708-248-7039. My name is Storm Grayson. I'm your freelance wrestling world champion, and you're listening to the Windy City Slam Podcast. Back here on Windy City Slam Podcast, last weekend, Impact Wrestling held Spring Slugfest, two nights of TV tapings at Cicero Stadium in Cicero. We will bring out one spoiler since it's pretty much been public on the internet Former WWE superstar Trinity Fatu debuted with Impact Wrestling. She's formerly known as Naomi in WWE. She's the wife of Jimmy Uso. Had a long run in WWE and she's a tremendous talent. And now she gets the chance to hone her skills in Impact Wrestling in the knockouts division. Very excited for Trinity there. And not only one of her former co-workers showed up to support her, but two Mercedes Monet, formerly known as Sasha Banks, was in attendance, and CM Punk. And CM Punk has been everywhere the last week. He was at WWE Raw backstage before the show, before he was told by security to get out. And then he visited Cicero Stadium for Impact Wrestling. Crazy stuff. Maybe just a little bit of... Wrestling is fun again for CM Punk. He wanted to see old friends. He's getting around. Kind of cool to see a little bit of positive energy coming out of CM Punk there. And again, very excited for Trinity in Impact Wrestling. This coming weekend, we have WWE's Backlash. That's Saturday night, May the 6th in San Juan, Puerto Rico. You can catch that on Peacock slash WWE Network. And on the show, we have as follows. We have the 
six-man grudge tag team match, Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn face the bloodline of Sola Sokoa, Jey Uso, and Jimmy Uso. And Paul Heyman is supposed to be in their corner, and the Usos losing the big tag team rematch last week on SmackDown against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Roman Reigns kind of wanted them to win that, so what's their status within the bloodline, and are there more cracks in that foundation? This match should probably tell a little bit of that story. And then we have Cody Rhodes against Brock Lesnar, and Cody's story is continuing to be told. He didn't win the title at WrestleMania. Now he's got to face the monster and Brock Lesnar. Let's see what happens there. And then for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley defends against Zelina Vega. Seth freaking Rollins takes on Omos. WWE United States Championship in a triple threat. This should be terrific. Austin Theory defends the title against two monsters, Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed. For the WWE Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair defends against EO Sky of Damage Control. And then, in a San Juan Street fight, recording artist Bad Bunny faces Damian Priest of Judgment Day. That's going to be really crazy. Expect kendo sticks, expect weapons, expect the Judgment Day to show up. I would not be surprised to see Dominic Mysterio stick his nose into that thing. Alright, this past weekend we had some local action as well. Going to Thursday, April the 27th, Second Wrestling presented Altercation at Dirty Nellies in Palatine. A couple of highlights from the night. Eric Cannon wins the four-way match to win the Second Wrestling Championship from Billy Starks. And that match also featured Effie and Missa Kate. Eric Cannon becomes the second Second Wrestling Champion. Say that five times fast. And also, past Windy City Slam podcast guest, Beyond Alpha Ezio Orlandi wins the Maxwell Street Heritage Championship in a four-way match. He dethrones Thunderfrog in a bout that also had Jackson Stampede Larkin, another former Windy City Slam podcast guest, and Bradley Prescott. Also this past weekend, Saturday, April the 29th, Black Label Pro presented Too Cold to Hold at the Berwyn Eagles Club, and congratulations to Ratty Daddy, the new Black Label Pro champion, Cole Radrick, who took that title off of Billy Starks in a match that also featured Sky Blue and Ethan Price. And Billy Starks losing these titles all of a sudden, and then there was a tweet or a news item from Tony Schiavone saying that Billy Starks had signed with AEW, even though he didn't see the Tony Khan tweet of welcome to the team for Billy Starks. It appears that Billy Starks is probably with AEW and she's just finishing up high school. And once she's done with that, you might see the announcement coming soon. So her dropping these titles may be in preparation for that eventual announcement that she is officially all elite. This past Saturday night, April the 29th, Power Entertainment presented Saturday Night Fights at the Teawood Barn Grill in Wooddale. And results are courtesy of Power Entertainment. Plus, there are also some great streams from Germ T. Ripper's personal Facebook page. Pretty awesome event. We had Style and Shane Eaton pinning Chucks Deluxe with his feet on the ropes for leverage. And then Tommy McCobb continued his momentum by pinning Axel Abrayo after Samoan drop. And after the match, Tommy McCobb said, Next week you will witness it again when he beats Hunter Payne for the Power Entertainment Championship. 
And then James Creed defeated Bonanza via submission with the sharpshooter. And in a hell of a match with two big dudes, Meat Hooks O'Bannon pins Tiny after a massive power slam. And after the match, and this is a shock to me, Scott Spade attacks Tiny, and then Meat Hooks O'Bannon and Lost Soul Chris Cairo come to the aid of the big man Tiny. Interesting there, given that Tiny and Scott Spade have been kind of connected at the hip for the last several years in Power Entertainment, and now the big man excommunicated from the group of Scott Spade. And then we have Chucks Deluxe. He won the Keys to the Kingdom Qualifier Royal by last eliminating Stylin' Shane Eaton. And Powell's next show is this weekend, May the 6th, and we'll get to that in just a moment. Also, one more news item from this past weekend. Pro Wrestling Extreme presented Spring Bash at the North Point Arena in Streeter, and congratulations to the new PWX Women's Champion, Blair Onyx, defeating fellow Black and Brave graduate Maggie Lee to win that championship. Coming up this weekend, we have a bunch of stuff. Thursday, May the 4th, PWX presents their weekly power hour at North Point Arena in Streeter. Friday night, May the 5th, Racing Championship Wrestling returns with Cinco de Death at Monument Square in downtown Racine. This is a outdoor show at 5 p.m., and it's also a free show. Friday, May the 5th, Fusion Wrestling Chicago, Kings and Queens, Five Star Swap Mart in Villa Park, Bell Time 730. I will be there to cover the show for Windy City Slam. And on the card, we have a match to crown a new Fusion Champion, Hawaiian Hitman Koa Laksamana against Superstar Steve Boz. I believe it's the evil BOZ in this match. And then in a mixed tag main event, Doug Simmons and Missa Kate take on Jordan Cross and Shelly the Bombshell Benson. And you'll also have Axel Rico, Mateo Valentine, Apocalypto, and more. Also Friday night, May the 5th, Wrestle League presents Cinco de Lucha at the Red Line VR, the Raven Room in Chicago. Saturday, May the 6th, Rocket Pro Wrestling presents Fan Access at noon until 4 in Joliet at St. Joseph's Park. And then, the big show, the finale of the Rocket Pro Wrestling season, kicks on 66, doors at 4, bell at 5, back at St. Joe's Park in Joliet. And on this show, we have General Manager Damien Saint will address the Rocket Pro crowd. Wonder what the GM has up his sleeve this time. And then we have a last man standing match for the RPW Intercounty Championship. Maximus Orion defends against the veteran Rion Skills. And then this is going to be crazy. And we talked a little bit about this last week with our guest, Davison Sarai. And if you missed that interview with Davison Sarai, you can check it out now at WindyCitySlam.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Tornado Tag Team Match. The fans bring the weapons. The original no-coast of Joey Blues and Brian Crazer, likely with Davison Sarai in their corner, taking on the other part of no-coast, DC Shaw and Trevon Wolf. And fan participation in this match will be at an all-time high with the lovely intoxicated men, with Santino, who's always ringside at these shows. Gonna be a crazy one. And then we have an eight-man tag team match, the Fabulous Idols. Rockstar Johnny Nye, Damian Gray, Kevin Cade, and Flash Harris taking on Those Damn Coyotes members Brooks Berna and Damian DeShane, plus Hot Rod Daddy Andy, 
and Chicagoland champion, the Amazing Turtle, Mike Brennan. And this could be a main event in and of itself. The Rocket Pro Wrestling Outer Limits Championship, the King of the North, Gunner Brave, with his extensive reign, which I believe is right around 500 days or so, he defends against the wild child, Connor Hopkins, of those damn Coyotes. And then, in a grudge match, a strap match, Buck Nasty, Bucky Collins, takes on former Rocket Pro champion, Old Evil, Christian Rose. Tag Team Gauntlet match, and the winners of this will get a Tag Team Championship match in the future. The final level, Shogun Chris Logan and All Day Marche Rocket. Plus, you're going to see the scumbag army of Tommy Heisman and B.O.W. with Rat J. Flywheel. And you'll see the team of Joey Dalton and Ruthless Rocket Rivera. Undeniable members, the Kings of the Six, Skylar Reed and Devon August. And the team of the Ewok and Shaq Jordan. And I'm excited to see that team. And I've heard so much about the Ewok. I've never seen him in person yet. Very excited to see the Ewok in person on Saturday. And yes, I will be covering Rocket Pro Wrestling's Kicks on 66 in addition to Fusion Pro Wrestling. So yours truly is going to have a busy weekend. And it's the first back-to-back shows for me in a heck of a long time. And then in one half of our double main event, we have the Rocket Pro Wrestling Championship. Sexy Violence, Quinn Wittick defends against this week's Windy City Slam podcast guest, the Rocket to the Top briefcase holder, the Dreambreaker, Aaron Stone. And in your other half of the main event, mixed tag team match for control of Rocket Pro Wrestling and also Joey and Roxy's personal championship titles, it's Joey Roth and Roxy Hart taking on Steve Arendt and Shelley. This is going to be a crazy match. Expect a lot of interference, a lot of goofy stuff. And Steve Arendt, you may think he's a mild manner announcer, but don't piss the guy off because you won't like him when he's angry. All right, moving on. Saturday, May the 6th, AAW Pro presents Uno Mas, and that's at Irving Hall on the northwest side of Chicago, not Logan Square Auditorium. They had to move this show from there because of a conflict with the building. But if you can't make it to Irving Hall, the show will also be streamed at highspots.tv, 7.30 bell time for the main show, plus they will have a live taping at 6.45. And just a few of the things you're going to see on AAW Pro is... Your AAW heavyweight champion, Jake Something. He defends against savage weight, Fred Yehai. That should be intense. And then, Gringo Loco against Ray Fenix of AEW. And then, for your AAW Heritage Championship, Davey Vega defends against Levi Everett. Levi Everett is on an absolute roll in AAW and even in Dreamwave. The guy's been bleeding and doing crazy stuff for a while, and he's been winning match after match. So now, Levi Everett gets the shot at Davey Vega. Should be a good one. Plus, you'll see AAW Tag Team Champion Russ Jones, Robert Ego Anthony, the Swag Champ Ren Jones, Frontman C, Heavyweight Hustle Calvin Tankman, Thrill Billy Silas Mason of the NWA, Hartenbauer, Sierra, and then representing Smooth Operations, we have Joe Alonzo, Conan Lycan, and Solomon Tupu. Plus, you'll see Heather Reckless, the human highlight Isaiah Moore, and Braden Lee. 
Now, also Saturday night, May the 6th, POW Entertainment presents The Road to Summer Explosion at the American Legion 703 in Fox Lake. And the matches are as follows. We have the POW Midwest Championship, and this is a lumberjack strap match where paying fans will actually be lumberjacks. And Kazile defends the championship against, it's your boy, Mason Perks. And then for the POW Heavyweight Championship, we mentioned this previously, it will be Hunter Payne defending the title against Tommy McCobb. Paulie Tomaselli takes on Jason Dukes. Recent Windy City Slam podcast guests, the heroes of our time, Mason Conrad and Joey Marks, face off in a tag team match against Sean Priest and Acid Jazz. That should be a lot of fun between four great veterans. And then there'll be another Keys to the Kingdom Qualifier Royal. And then it's Noise, Booze, and Tattoos at Scott Spade and Rough Crossing with Mistress Misery in their corner, but not tiny after what happened this past weekend. And it'll be interesting as they take on the revolution of psychotic Jimmy Blaze and Eric Freedom. Looks like Jimmy Blaze's arm is better now. He had that injury uh, a couple of months ago, and it seems like it's been healing. And Noise Booze and Tattoos back together with Rough Crossing, rejoining Scott Spade. But Tiny not being in the group. So will Tiny have some sort of impact on this match? And then we have another tag team match. We have the Irish Pub Army of Meat Hooks O'Bannon and Kevin O'Reilly taking on Masked Marauder and Xavier DeFaust. And Trog the Caveman faces frontman Jay Scott. Also Saturday night, May the 6th, we have True Privilege Wrestling's The Way to May at the Maywood Park District. And Sunday night, May the 7th, we have Golly Lucha Libre at the Ramada in Glendale Heights. Alright, coming up next, he's on the show for the very first time. He's the number one contender to Rocket Pro Wrestling Championship. It's Dreambreaker, Aaron Stone. Stay tuned. Hello everyone, Maven, former WWE Superstar, Season 1. Tough enough winner. Make sure you catch Windy City Slam podcast wherever podcasts are available. So Windy City Slam, check it out. Want to get more customers for your business? Promoters, do you want more exposure for your upcoming event? Windy City Slam podcast can be your tag team partner. Advertise with Windy City Slam and reach wrestling fans in the Chicagoland area and in the Midwest. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or email Mike Pankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com. Brand new SSW Tag Team Champion, the Punk Rock Prince, Jordan Cross, here live at the Brassop in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And you are checking out my best friends over at Windy City Slam Podcast. Mike Pankow, you are the man. Make sure to subscribe, like, follow, share, and everything else. And you can follow me at The Jordan Cross. I am the Punk Rock Prince. Thank you. All right, back here on Windy City Slam Podcast. And coming on the show this week, we had a brief cameo interview with him once before. But now we welcome him for the first time as a full-fledged guest. As of this recording, he's the Gali Lucha Libre Discovery Champion, the C3 Urban Culture Champion, and the Ileana Pro Wrestling League Champion. And he's also worked for companies such as Crash Tested Wrestling and Racine Championship Wrestling. 
the man with Rocket Pro Wrestling's Rocket to the Top briefcase, and the number one contender to the RPW Championship. Ladies and gentlemen, Dreambreaker, Aaron Stone. Aaron, how you doing? What's up? What's up? Uh, I'm doing good, man. Uh, like I said, it's an honor to finally, finally be on here as, a, like you said, a full-fledged guest. So um, let's do it, man. I'm ready. You've definitely earned it, and you've been grinding pretty hard over the last several years, but it finally seems to be paying off in the last year or two for you, winning championships, raising up the ranks of companies. So how's that journey been for you? Um, well, like you said, within the last year or two, like I had to – before the pandemic, I felt that I was in a position where I wasn't really making any progress. So when I took that um, five months off, I just had to like reprogram myself mentally, you know, I just had to switch up the mental game, you know, and I, in doing that, you can also see it in the ring with uh, the skills that I'm able to showcase, you know, I've, I've ab I'm able to have a lot better matches, you know, nowadays, you know, with a lot tougher opponents and, uh, you know, climbing up the ranks has been pretty surreal. You know, uh, this is the position that I've always wanted to be in. And now that I'm here, I got to maintain my spot. And I'm, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm ready for it, ready for whatever comes my way. And it looks like you are ready and raring to go because coming up Saturday, May the 6th, Rocky Pro Wrestling presents Kicks on 66 in Joliet at St. Joe's Park. And you will be in the main event as you officially cash in your rocket to the top briefcase and challenge RPW champion, Sexy Violence, Quinn Wittick. So what's this match game like for you? This is possibly, for me personally, going to be one of my biggest matches to date. I was at Rocket Pro since the very, very first show. And, um, I've seen a lot of um, heavyweight champions come and go. And Quinn Wittick is probably one of the better champions that I've seen in a very long time. So having the chance to get in the ring with him, an opportunity that I'm really excited for. But not only that, it was also the chase of getting to this spot. You know, Damian Saint was putting me through a lot. And for some reason, he just doesn't want to see me with that heavyweight championship. But to no avail, I am finally getting my shot at kicks on 66. So, you know, it's going to be it's going to be something special. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly really excited for this. It's going to be something really special. Kind of funny you mentioned Damien Saint because that was going to be my next question. Um, having the run leading up to this match and GM Damien Saint has been a thorn in your side for pretty much the entire season of Rocky Pro, stacking the deck, sending it undeniable after you, and then you have to deal with the ever annoying the Ryan Matthews as well. So it, I guess the the fruits of your labor in the chase have kind of led you to this moment. It's really really cool. Yeah. But, um... Like I said, um, for some reason, God knows why he's just been putting me through all sorts of obstacles and I have overcome every single one of those. So 
I have to, like I said on um, the last Rocket Pro show, I have to beat Quinn Wittick because if I don't, then Damian Saint wins, and I just can't let that happen. Yeah, totally. I agree. And you have persevered, uh, winning the Rocket to the Top briefcase back in November and a four-way ladder match against Jay Fowler, Shaq Jordan, and ironically enough, Quinn Wittick was thrown in there as well before he ended up winning the Rocket Pro Championship. So that's kind of ironic that now it comes full circle. You face that obstacle again in Quinn Wittick on May the 6th. Yeah, what a lot of people also forget is uh, Quinn Wittick was also in the match where I had won the opportunity to be in the ladder match. A lot of people forget that. So I've also beaten him, you know, again. And and I told him, you've beaten all these good guys, but you haven't beaten me. So we're going to, it's going to be interesting to see how things play out on this. It's awesome too, because I think both guys will have chips on their shoulder heading into this match. You because of the chase and him, because he hasn't beaten you. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And turning the page just a little bit, one of the promotions that has really featured dream breaker is golly Lucha Libre. And you've had a nice lengthy run now as discovery champion. And you've got to wrestle talents such as Axel Rico, Iniestra, Ricky Marvin, Bandolero, Sky 8, and even international superstar Sam Adonis. Quite a eye-opening match there. So what's that experience been like in Gaila Lucha Libre for you? Going to Galley was possibly one of the best decisions that I've made professionally because it gave me the competition that I was looking for. All those guys that you just named was competition that I was seeking. You remember when I said that before the pandemic, you know, I was in a spot where I felt that I wasn't progressing. This is what I needed. And um, uh, I want to thank Gally for giving me the opportunity to showcase my skills. And um, being the Discovery Champion has also been surreal. But, you know, like I said, we have work to do. There's always, always going to be guys coming for what I have. And I'm willing to beat everyone to keep what I, to keep what I have. So. Now, what was that match with Sam Adonis like? He's been all over the world, Japan, Mexico, the UK. He's a former warrior wrestling lucha champion. He's a former golly undisputed champion. So what was that experience like for you? It was, um, it was actually quite the learning experience. I, I did lose that match, but honestly, I don't even really much care about losing because what I learned uh, stepping in the ring with him meant more to me than winning the match. So wrestling Sam Adonis was, it was, it was awesome. Cause you know, after the match, you know, we had a chance to talk and he was telling me that he would love to do it again on a grander scale. And for him to, you know, pull me to the side, and uh, say that is, you know, very special, you know, and I, I appreciate it very much. So Sam Adonis, if you're, li- if you're listening, you know, let's get that rematch, brother. <laughs> I would definitely love to see that. Yes. <laughs> so Gally and Lucha Libre, what is the experience like just working for them with the, the crowd environment, with the noisemakers and all that stuff? Honestly, it's just like working any other match. Cause like, I have this thing when I'm when I'm wrestling, like I, I'm I'm just in the zone. So like the noise and stuff, it you know, it 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 hypes me up, but it, like it doesn't really like, you know, 
bother me too much, you know. Like, it, I love it. I love when they, you know, do those little things, you know, they spin around mm -hmm. and when they got the horns and stuff, you know, I love it. I love it. I love it. They have the drums and stuff in the crowd, too. I love the participation of the crowd, you know. Lucha Libre fans are some of the best wrestling fans in the world. So let's rewind a little bit. So when did you start your training? So I officially started training, I believe, in 2015. Because it's like, it's a weird... I already had my first match by the time I had started training. Because I was friends in high school with um, a guy whose brother was involved in wrestling. And uh, he, he brought me down to a show in uh, Gladstone, Michigan, uh, UPW. Mm -hmm. And um, they needed the body. So they put me in a battle royal. You know, I was only in there for all of uh, 10 seconds. But, <laughs> you know, I, I already had, uh, you know, the experience. So then... I made my way to uh, a backyard company by the name of CWA. But they also had some independent guys there who was also teaching, you know, at the time. So at first I was trained under the, um, Mark Reconcile. And then I was trained more predominantly under uh, Rion Skills, which okay. I'm sure you are familiar with. Mm -hmm. and, uh, ever since then, uh, you know, really, Rion has been you know, my teacher, my mentor. A lot of the stuff that I have now and that I do now, he, he taught me. So, you know, I want to thank him for, you know, taking the time to, you know, teach me and take me under his wing. Yeah, Rion's kind of a really smart guy when it comes to the business. He's very knowledgeable. And I'm so glad you were able to find somebody to uh, kind of glean that knowledge off of. Oh, yeah. One of the best minds in the business, if you ask me. Now, you're a guy that has worked really hard to get recognition. And obviously, you mentioned the pandemic as kind of like your uh, come to God moment and the light just went on. And it may not, you know, this whole thing may not have happened as quickly as you would have liked. So uh, does that give you a little extra incentive and put a chip on your shoulder in terms of like, you know, getting the success that you have now? I'd be lying if I said no, you know, mm -hmm. but now I'm at a point where I don't really let it bother me too much now because I'm in a better spot now, but there's always going to be that chip whenever I go out there, wherever, whatever company I go to, you know, there's always going to be something to prove. And that's just me personally. You know, I think that's, uh, that's just what drives me and what makes me different from everybody else, you know? I'm always going to have that chip on my shoulder, no matter being a champion or not. So what actually drew you to wrestling back in the day? Were you a fan as a kid? And who did you idolize? Um, yes, 100%. I was a fan as a kid. And uh, at that time, I idolized guys like Edge and uh, Undertaker. I was a huge, huge Edge and Undertaker fan. back It's like, doesn't even make sense. Like, and it was at some point in earlier in my career where I tried to model my style and the way I approach things after Edge. But it's like, once I got to a certain point, it's like, nah, I kind of want to do my own thing, you know? 
So did you actually like dress like him at all with the big robes or anything like that? Oh no, 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 no. I didn't go that far. I mean, okay. just like you know, like moves and stuff. You know, just you know, just being a fan. You know, because I didn't really know any better at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, like some of your in-ring style and stuff like that. Yeah, kind of took yeah. Off your edge. yeah. But you obviously, have adapted that a little bit over the last few years and. You did one good thing that Edge is really good at too is taking care of business and ladder matches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. It's like I didn't really like seek to be good at ladder matches. Does that mm-hmm. make I just always found myself in that environment. So like now when I have ladders, like I'm just it's another match, man. I'm I'm used to these chaotic environments. Like I thrive in chaos. So, you know, it's nothing to me at this point. So at Kicks on 66, you're in the main event of the final RPW show of the 2022 and 23 season. Do you feel that if you win this RPW championship, that would be the biggest moment of your career? For me personally, yes. You know, like I said, um, Rocket Pro holds a certain place in my heart you know those are my family and for me if I were to win the heavyweight championship that's going to be the biggest accomplishment that you know I can do right now and I am looking everything in my power I am going to win the Rocket Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Championship. Even if Damian Saint throws all these different obstacles, I at don't you. care what he throws at me. You're not gonna stop me, Damian Saint. I'm going to win this championship. Do you have some tricks up your sleeve? Any uh, friends that could possibly kind of offset any disadvantage that he might throw in your face? I don't want to say too much, but you know, never say never. Yeah. They don't want to give everything away. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Got to have some surprises. Always. Absolutely. Now, what are some of your long-term goals in the wrestling business? And are you eventually looking to branch out more from the Chicago area in the Midwest? Oh, yes. 100%. Um, long-term goals? Go to Japan. You know, have some matches there. Um, if I can, um, if I'm blessed with the opportunity to do some AEW work, I would love to work with them. Um, and every, every wrestler wants to go to WWE and main event at WrestleMania. So, you know, we're talking long-term, that's long-term, but, um, as far as short-term right now, I'm just going along with the ride. Honestly, it's going with the flow. We've already mentioned some of the great opponents you've wrestled at Golly and even at Rocket Pro, but are there any? Is there anybody else that might be a dream match for you around the area that you think you might be able to wrestle over the next year or two? Me and um, JDX. Yes, JDX is a uh, quite a talent. Uh, I got to see him at Bruin Championship Wrestling a number of years ago for them, and. Uh, He's the one hell of a talent. So that's going to be a really good match when you guys have that. And 
Is there anybody else other than JDX that perhaps you uh, got your eye on for a future match? Um, Mike Bailey. Yes. I would love, 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 love to wrestle Mike Bailey. I swear I love his style of wrestling. Like before Mike Bailey, I wanted to wrestle Ricky Marvin. And now that I had the chance to wrestle Ricky Marvin, Mike Bailey, bro, you and me, we got to throw down, bro. <laughs> yeah. Speedball Mike Bailey. I got to see him at Warrior last year against Santana, oh, of all people. So and good. That match just rocked the house at Cicero oh, Stadium. It was amazing God. stuff. And his 2022 matches with like Josh Alexander and holding the yeah. X division title. Amazing stuff. Oh, he's so good at what he does. I swear. Like the martial arts style, like, and, and you know, with my style, I also do the martial. I, I love it. I love it. Mike Bailey, Brian Keith yes. uh, would love to work with him. Uh, it's a lot of guys, man, but you know, I'm looking to work towards these opportunities. So, Hey, Who's to say later this year, I I won't be wrestling Mike Bailey or Brian Keith. So, you know. Brian Keith is another guy I could talk all day about. I've seen him have some great matches with, with Speedball Mike Bailey, with Storm Grayson, people like that. He's a phenomenal talent. Texas guy helps, I think, uh, train at Booker T school down there, too. So he's definitely yes, I believe a great so. pedigree. Yeah. yeah. All right, Aaron Stone, uh, thank you for joining us. And before we let you go, go ahead and let everybody know your social media, whatever merchandise you might have, and upcoming events. Um, well, you can follow me on Instagram at Aaron Stone Official. Uh, my Twitter is official Aaron S1, and my TikTok is official Aaron Stone. May 6th, I believe I will have more Dreambreaker merch coming out, more shirts available in more colors so you guys are gonna love those like i said uh and obviously may the 6th you and quinn wittick at rocky oh yes yes yes, 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 yes yes of course it's, i don't know i don't know if they can see it but i have the um the the the, the poster here yeah pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be an awesome show and there's also gonna be a fan access from noon to four before the show. oh yes i will be there i will be there you guys will be able to chill with me personally ask me all types of questions take pictures sign autographs and get your dream breaker merch yeah. you know? and then at four o'clock the doors open to the inside and then five o'clock the bell rings and by the end of the night maybe we'll be crowning the new rocket pro wrestling champion dream breaker aaron stone <laughs> sounds good sounds good don't it all right aaron thank you so much for coming on and we'll see you on the sixth all right man thank you for having me Great talk with Dreambreaker Aaron Stone. Long time coming, and this guy, within just a few days, could be your new Rocket Pro Wrestling champion. And I can actually kind of foresee that happening. I'm very excited for the future of Dreambreaker Aaron Stone. All right, next week, we're going to recap Rocket Pro Wrestling and Fusion Wrestling, two shows I will be at personally and much more locally. Plus, we'll have the latest from WWE Backlash, and we welcome, for the first time, 
a wrestler who frequents Northeast Illinois and Southeast Wisconsin, black and brave graduate, Perfection. And Perfection will join us right here next week on Windy City Slam Podcast. So long, everybody.